Welcome to another beautiful weekday episode of Unleashing the Future of Work, a guide live podcast. Today, I'm joined by a really awesome fellow founder, CEO, and guest with me, man, Darian McKell, the guy himself, who's currently the CEO and co-founder of Qualify, an HR tech startup focused on taking the pain out of recruiting while creating meaningful engaging experiences for candidates. I'm super excited to, with, to talk with them about entrepreneurship, what inspired Qualify, where they're at and where they're going, but also a little bit about his background. If you're tuning in today, let us know where you're tuning in from. I'm currently chiming in per usual from the lovely Oakland, California, where it's really beautiful this amazing Wednesday morning. Let us know where you're tuning in from. Let us go through the episode and hoping that you're staying safe and healthy no matter where you're tuning in from. With that said, let's on Darian. And let's hope there are no technical hiccups for this live episode. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it doesn't break up too much. I think it's a little bit uh a little bit on my end, but thanks for having me. I'm excited for our conversation. Hopefully, hopefully so. We we, we need 5G, man. We need now. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. Me soon. too, man. Uh, me too. Yeah, where are you tuning in from, man? I'm in the Indianapolis area, so I'm in a suburb outside of Indianapolis, um, so a little bit farther away from, from you in Oakland, but it's pretty hot. It's pretty hot here yeah. right now, so I'm glad to be indoors at least. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I can only imagine. Nice to see you today, man. Shout out to Vish, who's tuning in from Regina, Canada. Woo! That's a long way. Regina, Canada. I love that. I love that. Thank you so much. Shout out to Tolu, who's tuning in from Ontario, Canada. Thank you so much, Tolu. My friend, the amazing Betty Hart, who I actually just had on, on an episode last week, which was an incredible episode, is tuning in from Shy City, Chicago. Much love to Betty. You are amazing. Keep doing amazing things, Betty. So, you know, if you all are going to love today's episode, you all are excited about it, please share with your network. Share or tag Darian and I on LinkedIn now. Show us some love. Darren, I would love for you to share a little bit more about your background. Tell us a little bit about what inspired Qualify and how long have you been, you know, being this rock star entrepreneur in the Indianapolis area? <laughs> I wouldn't say rock star, but um, yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, my background, part of what's inspired Qualify is this is the second startup I've been a part of. Um, first one uh, that I've been full full time with in terms of running as a CEO. The last company I was with is actually uh, an Amazon focused platform. It's called Viral Launch. Um, we were helping third party retailers to launch and grow their businesses on Amazon using software and creative services. And, um, it was really fun. I was the uh, one of the first hires there and uh, right hand man to the CEO. Uh, my responsibility was over pretty much all of the internal operations while everyone was focused on customers and building products. Um, I was uh, I was the guy that had to get a lot of the inner inner workings done, so that included finance, uh, a lot of the general admin stuff that's involved with uh, building a startup. And then what we do at Qualify is obviously an HR tech uh, product, and that's where I got my uh, my start in terms of learning about HR in the recruiting process because I oversaw that for at least the first couple of years um, there as well. And so, so yeah. Um, and then what we do at Qualify, if it's helpful for context, is we are fully automating the phone interview process to make it scalable. 
um, more convenient, but then also less biased and more objective in the process for both the recruiters and, and candidates involved. So uh, we're pretty early um, in, in our growth right now, but excited about, you know, our trajectory where, where things are, how things are lining up for us, at least hopefully, and um, trying to just grind to, to make it work. Yeah. So how long have you all been on this journey? Uh, it depends on when you start the clock. Uh, the, <laughs> idea, <laughs> the idea started when I was at Mara Launch um, around like 2017. It was just an idea floating in my head. It made it to my my running idea list in my phone. And it was something that kind of stuck and started working with. I get to work with my brother. He's my original co-founder. Um, his name's Devin Michael. Um, and we just started sketching up ideas and talking with recruiters to see if it was a real thing, if it was some real pain there that we could solve. And we've just kind of continually worked on it. Um, I left Viral Launch at the beginning of last year and decided to go full-time with Qualify. We officially incorporated around a year ago, though. So it's been, it's been about a year. Just kind of getting it started. And let me ask you, what was the, you know, and sh shout out to Asafa who's tuning in from Ghana. If you all have any questions for Darian as we speak about entrepreneurship, building a venture, please add them to the comments. We'll definitely make sure we address them and recognize them and have Darian give his twist and his perspective on your questions. Shout out to Manoj, who's also tuning in from India as well. You know, so what was the creative process with starting the company, man? Especially having an idea, taking it from your head and putting it on paper and then incorporating it. Were you, you know, were there any roadblocks in the process? What was the challenges for you, man? Yeah, I think there's so many roadblocks in starting yeah. a company for us what we're offering is something that's new to most of the you know prospects that we talk to most of the recruiters that we talk to. So there's just depending on like how you look at it, there's different roadblocks in terms of them understanding the problem, what we're putting out there in terms of messaging. Uh, one of the biggest early gaps for us was it's one thing for me to tell you about what the experience is. It's another thing for you to experience yourself. And so we felt like it was necessary to build a lightweight MVP um, so that was like a technical gap that we had to fill. And we have two other co-founders that we were able to bring on to help us um, actually build a product and, and then evolve it to where it is today. Um, but yeah, there's, I could dive in anywhere, you know, in our journey, but there's, there's, there's tons of roadblocks, but part of the early creative process for me was um, really just jotting out notes and then taking those notes to like, put the vision down of what I thought it would look like in my head. And we built, we use like prototyping, simple prototyping tools are very cheap. So we use like three versions and got something where you could click around with it just to see, you know, what the experience could, how the experience could flow and then use that to start building the actual product. Yeah. Now, now I think a lot of people don't realize the amount of energy and effort it goes to building a venture, building a company. Yeah. And, you know, synthesizing all everyone's ideas, synthesizing everyone's vision. You know, what was it like for you pitching and recruiting and trying to get people on board with the idea for Qualify? You know, was that yeah. fun with like, oh my goodness, I don't even know how to talk about this because it's so new? Yeah, I think that's one of my favorite things to do. So at my core, I'm a collaborator. I want to recognize that I, I don't have the one technical chops to do a ton of stuff and I would much, much rather lean on a team um, to get things done. So that's one of my favorite parts about building anything new is just collaborating and getting a team together. That was maybe the easiest part for me is, is something I'm good at. I can, I have, I'm very much 
a visionary person and I like to think I can sell a vision for people to get around. Um, so that part, that part was fun. Remind me of the question. I probably didn't answer it directly. No, 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 no. You, you, you actually answered it perfectly. Shout out to Zane, who's tuning in from Severn, Maryland. Zane, if you have any questions on how to build a company, you're talking to the man right now, Darian. So definitely let us know if you have any questions on that. Zane, Manoj, Osafo, let us know. No, you, you definitely, you definitely answered the question, man. I think, you know, you being able to understand that you're a collaborator, but also a visionary makes it easier for you to sell. But one of the skills that I found that people don't realize is really important to building anything is your ability to sell. (laughs) I think selling selling is like an underrated skill. Uh I I didn't realize how important selling is and selling like obviously with integrity. I mean, the best salesmen are the people who believe in what they're building. And that is a huge skill because you have to, you have to, you have to have conviction, but you also have to feel as if, you are right. Like you're doing something as, that's a service to the customer. And, you know, you've been working in HR tech and working in enterprise, you know, was there, was there ever a point where you're like, Oh my God, qualified wouldn't work. Or were you always kind of pretty? Convicted? I, so I have a lot of conviction and I think that's a pro and a con of me specifically as an entrepreneur is that I'm very much convicted that this is uh, one a viable solution. Yeah that there's really big potential and big implications for what we're building. Um, but that in some ways could be uh, misleading if you stay down the wrong track too long. Uh, but in terms of selling, yeah, it is a huge skill. And it's something that uh, I've had to continue to refine and continue to get better at. So yeah. A lot of it's just like organization and process and just making sure you're following up consistently. That's, yeah. really, <laughs> that's just really a, a difficult part of it. I'm really good at, talking with people, relating with people. Um, but beyond that, it takes, it takes more than that to, you know, to sell. And I'm continuously like continuously learning about what it takes to sell and trying to, uh, round that out, get advice from other people that actually do that as a profession, um, or have experience doing that as previous founders. And so, cause I, on my last company, I didn't have to do that. We actually didn't even have a sales team. We were more product led. We were kind of in the right place at the right time. So we were able to grow mainly off of word of mouth and in marketing. And so I kind of had the luxury of not, you know, having to do that as much, but now with qualifies pretty much hundred percent of my job, both with investors, we're in the middle of like raising money. And then also, you know, with our potential customers that we're talking to. So it's definitely, if I wasn't planning on learning about it, I'd definitely learning more about it now. So, so yeah. Definitely, definitely crack open your sales books. Folks, if you're interested in building a venture, crack open your sales books because it's an important skill. And Darren, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Because I think, you know, even for me, uh, when we started building Guide, you know, sales wasn't a, a core competency that I had, but it's developed over time just through the process of talking with people, learning, okay, how do I talk about what we're building? So I can relate with you, man. It's a it's 100% yeah. a skill that you have to use. Yeah. And I want to ask like- you, because you, you also have a family and you're also building a company. You know, how do you balance both for those of you, and especially through potentially what's being not necessarily regarded as a recession yet, but a, an economic downturn? How are you kind of thriving um, given the situation? Yeah, so on the last part, one with the company, I think that the, what's, what's going on in the world actually uh, has the potential of creating some tailwinds for us and what we do because we are at the top of the funnel helping uh, helping teams to streamline the process, make it more objective and more efficient. So I think with 
obviously there's a lot of people push pause on everything. You know, when shutdown started to happen, but we're seeing a lot more people show interest in what we're doing. Um, and then I think the pain is going to start resonating more as people start applying more to jobs with unemployment being so high. Um, and so I think some of those things will create some opportunities for us. Um, but in terms of balancing everything, you know, from family life, I have a ton, a ton going on right now to give you guys context. I have two young ones. I have a wife and two kids. We have, we're expecting a third in like less than a month. Um, we are running out of room in our house. And so I'm doing this in, in our bedroom and we're looking to possibly move within the next month or two, plus hopefully closing a fi uh, our financing round that qualify and trying to scramble to, to make more sales and just a ton going on. But I think for, in terms of like work-life balance with the family, I think that's, um, I've always said that that's like a separate agreement that, you know, each person is going to have a different perspective on and a different meaning for, for us. Mm. It's just an agreement with, with my wife on what that looks like. And right now I give, I let her uh, sleep in every morning to around nine. I take the kids every morning and as of late with the nice weather, we've been going to the park. I make a breakfast. We go to the park a little bit. And then I'm pretty much locked in here when we come back until, <laughs> until around like 4.30. I get, I've actually really enjoyed the experience of working from home because I get to have lunch with them and um, get to see more of the daily moments. So that's been, been really awesome. And then I try to not work too late into that, into the typical work day. And maybe if I have to catch up on work doing that, you know, late in the evenings if needed or waking up extra early in the morning to, to try to knock some, some stuff out. So, yeah, like I said, it's just like separate, it's different agreements you make with yourself and with your family. And um, then you kind of have to structure your, your day around that. So that's kind of how I go about it. So do you recommend people make kind of their own personal agreements on how they see work-life balance so they can, you know, create their own routines? Cause I think a lot of people have been ch having challenges creating new routines due to COVID yeah. cause everyone is not working from home. Yeah, I definitely think so. It's it's tough because like it's setting your it's expectations. I think a lot of life is setting proper expectations. So when you discuss with your significant others or even with yourself, like so you don't burn yourself out, um, you have to know what that looks like and and try to plan accordingly. I I try and try to like continually evaluate my my everyday processes. I probably created different structures in my calendars. I block out times that can't be booked on my calendar and things of that nature uh, just to ensure some of the things. But there's also some flexibility there as well as, you know, stuff comes up. You know, you're running a startup, you have a family. There's there's always going to be stuff that doesn't go to plan. So you kind of have to sometimes make adjustments on the fly. But, but yeah. Dude, I love that. I love that so much. Man. Shout out to everyone that's tuning in. Thank you so much for showing us love and being a part of this awesome conversation I'm having with Darian McKell, who is the CEO of Qualify. So make sure you check out Qualify if you haven't, especially if you're in the HR world. It's an awesome, awesome tool that you can use to really rethink the candidate experience. You know, Darian, where, I would love for you to share a little bit about, you know, so what's next for Qualify? What are, you, what are you guys currently going through right now? You mentioned earlier that you all are going through your, your fundraising round. Uh, in, the, in the next few years, you know, where do you see Qualify going and how can the people who need Qualify in their workplace get a hold of you, man? 
yeah, I can make myself available to whoever wants to learn more about it. We're still, like I said, in the very early stages. Um, we have a, a live product that's, that's up and ready for anyone that wants to jump on and start using it. But there's more features and, and things that we're pushing. Um, basically, what we do right now is we let recruiters pre-record their own audio-based questions. So it's an audio-first uh, format for these interviews. We make it really frictionless for candidates to respond to these interviews. So they'll get an invitation via text, via an email. They take it's essentially two clicks, one to read the instructions, another to press start, and our system will dial their phone when they're ready. And then they respond to these interview questions that the recruiters have set up. And so there are a lot of implications of where that can go. Um, right now, we want, to save, we want to save people time, help them with a better structured approach to their process. And streamline the efforts, but there's there's some really big things that we envision and have planned with you know what we're able to do with you know just that format. So yeah, powerful, powerful. You heard it here first, folks. So make sure you definitely check out Darian and what they're building at Qualify. He's super accessible on LinkedIn, and I have actually added their website in the comments so you guys can check out Qualify.hr. They have a really beautiful website as well. So make sure you check it yeah. out. You know, rapid you the, what's up? I was just going to say, if you hit the contact now, we're going to be, be revamping our website. So it should give you a good good base of information. There should be some new stuff on the way. Um, but if you hit the contact, it's actually going to route you directly to my email. So if you want to get a hold of me that way, uh, you can do that. And um, my LinkedIn, I think it should be tagged somewhere. Um, reach out to me there as well. I'd love to connect with anyone that's interested. Sweet. Rapid fire round. Okay, so Darian, what sport did you play when you were in high school? Yeah, I am a lifelong athlete. I played all the sports pretty much, but basketball is my first love, and track is probably my second love. I played both throughout through college. I love that. That's real. Who are your favorite athletes? Oh, um, I think the one. So I think Michael Jordan is probably like everyone. So, but beyond <laughs> like that. Uh, <laughs> AI, Alan Iverson is probably the one that resonates. I'm, I'm close to his height and weight, and he was like, if, in my mind, if he could make it, I could potentially make it. I ultimately didn't, but uh, he was the one that inspired me the most, I think. I love that. If AI can do it, anyone can do it. What have been some of your favorite books over the last years that allowed you to be the rock star entrepreneur that you are? Oh, my goodness. That's a terrible question to ask me right now because I haven't been reading as much as I used to. Um, <laughs> I mean, like, it's not a great excuse. I'm just so focused on, like, getting getting qualified up and off the ground that it's taking its all of my reading life. Um, uh, what is a good book that I read? The Bible. I read the Bible. I try to read the Bible every day. That's a, that's a great source of, of wisdom for me. Um, but for, for, for new entrepreneurs, I always recommend uh, the Lean Startup as just, like, a base model for how to think about starting anything, um, whether it's a, a business or just a project you're working on that you think has, has legs to it. So that would be my like recommendation in, in terms of uh, anyone that's new in the entrepreneurial world. Shout out to Eric Reese and the Lean Startup. You know what, Darren, what is a powerful takeaway that you want to give our guy community to close things off? Mm, that's good. I think I, I'm, I'm always the person, I'm always the friend that tries to tell you to pursue your passions pursue those dreams whether you know whether that is something really big or something really small um you're never going to know unless you take that step take that leap for me i took a huge leap leaving my last job and not knowing what my source of income was going to be for a few months 
Um, hopefully it pays off. The worst case scenario is I go get another job and um, have a bunch of stuff that I've learned along the way. So that's my biggest uh, thing that I always try to pass on to people is, you know, if you're thinking about something, do whatever it takes, do that first step to um, see if it's real, see if it's something that you can do and make part of your livelihood. So, yeah. Love it. That's amazing advice. Shout out to you, man. And once again, if you all want to connect with Darren, please follow him on LinkedIn. I have made sure that we shared Qualify's website in the comments. Darren, thank you so much for joining us on another episode of A Guide Live B2B Jam Session. You know, we need to have you on for a future episode. What do you think, man? I'm definitely down for it, man. Thank, thank you, man. Appreciate you, bud. Talk to you soon, man. Right, man. Take care. Thanks, guys. And that caps off another episode of A Guide Live B2B Jam Session podcast. If you're interested in being a future guest, check out utfow.com. Or if you want to sponsor a future episode, check out utfow.com. In addition to that, we are currently in beta for Guide app. We have launched and we are launching and we're building too. And we have a strong creator community that we're actively building. If you want to be a part of our creator community, or if you want access to the beta when we release it to a more broader audience, check out guideapp.co and please sign up for beta access or tell someone, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your sister to sign up for beta access. We're actively building. With that said, thank y'all so much for tuning in. I hope you all are well, wherever you're at. Please take time for yourself, meditate, eat good, spend time with family, and more importantly, remain peaceful, loving, and abundant. Talk to you all soon. Peace.